0: and welcome to a shot glass of recovery with me, Lisa, from Two Sober Chicks. These are just some recorded thoughts of mine to help you and I both get through until Julie and I can get together and record our main podcast called Two Sober Chicks. How many people do you currently know who you would describe as being a victim? You know, someone who's whiny, complains about everything going on in their everyday life? You're picturing them right now, aren't you? How about a know-it-all? people who are full of judgment and thinking that their way is the only right way of doing things? Do you have any people in your life who make it so obvious that the only reason they ask the question, how are you, is so that they can get to the answer about how they are and start talking about what they really care about themselves? Victim, self-centered, self-seeking, egocentric. Are any of these words these people in your life would use to describe themselves? Probably not but they might be words that you would use to describe them. Here's a more important question. Are any of these words that you would use to describe yourself? Probably not, right? And that is why the fourth step is so important. When describing who we are, no one wants to start with victim, egomaniac, self-seeking, or self-centered. What kind of dating ad or job application would that be? No. We want to use terms that flatter ourselves—kind, generous, caring, loving, trustworthy. But I believe in order to be able to truly identify as the latter, we need to do the homework to identify our actual character traits first. You can't beat an enemy you don't truly know, so if you don't know your true self, how can you change and become better? How many years did I stay stuck in the one-two-three dance, wondering why things weren't getting better or changing for me? It was only in the self-discovery done through the work of Steps 4 through 9 that change became possible and a new life began to blossom. It's funny because most of us wouldn't dream of getting in our cars without putting gas in it, checking the oil, making sure there's air in the tires, or having working seat belts. Our very lives depend on the good working ignition of our vehicle. They are the tool that takes us where we want to go. As alcoholics, I believe our very lives depend on how we think because our thoughts define our actions and our actions define our character. In doing the four-step work, I was able to find the flaws in my character and identified them as truth. Then I could get down to business and work on correcting these old ideas and habits and trading them in for new. That's the good news. Identifying my character defects doesn't mean that I'm stuck with these labels for life. No. It means I know where the work needs to happen. For years, being a victim affected every relationship I ever had, and I could never figure out why. The beauty in identifying that I had been remaining a victim long after a trauma had occurred was simply that I could choose that I no longer wanted to be that. I was able to say to myself, do I choose to let the events and circumstances of the past define who I am today, or am I going to make a different choice? It was as freeing as learning that forgiveness was about freeing myself from hanging on to the past, allowing myself to put down the baggage and unshackle myself from the events of the past. And it was only in doing the work of the fourth step that allowed me to identify the characters at play in my life so that when things come up through the day-to-day, I'm able to stop and go, Aha! I see you, ego. I see you, self-pity. I see you, fear. And I say no. Thanks to the program of Alcoholics Anonymous, I have 12 steps to learn how to deal with that on a day-to-day, 24-hour basis, and a higher power to trust and lean on through each challenge. If you've been putting off the fourth step, or if you've been putting off all of the steps, I strongly suggest you get a sponsor, crack the big book, and get to work. You're worth it, aren't you? Hey, thanks for listening to A glass of Recovery with Lisa from Two Sober Chicks. If you want more faith and more recovery times two, make sure you join Julie and I together on our main podcast, Two Sober Chicks.